Hi, I'm Jill Sylvester, licensed mental health counselor and author of the self-help book, Trust Your Intuition, 100 Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health, and the young adult self-help fiction novels, The Land of Blue and Devon Dream Agent Book One in the Devon series. Each of my books deals with the theme of intuition because for me, it all comes down to listening to and trusting your own inner voice, the one of your best self, the highest self, in order to live your best life and also to trust that voice and develop it in order to help and serve humanity. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast. I was talking with an extended family member recently, and she was she was explaining to me how she was getting a stomachache around certain friends, certain people, and it, it inspired me to do the content of the podcast this week because this conversation comes up a lot in my sessions with, with people. Um, about how to honor yourself and your body cues and clues as to, you know, who and what to move away from. Things, people, places that hurt you. But not in the vein of separation, which is ego, but in terms of what is best for your highest self. And that's what we'll we'll dig into a little deeper during the podcast today because there's a there's a real um, fine line between when someone is quote unquote toxic in your life, uh, groups of friends or a, a place or situation or you know just all the things that that just make us feel yucky, right? So so there's there's a way to you know do it in the vein of your highest self when you make conscious choices in your life without doing it in the vein of ego. And so that's really the content for today is how to, um, I want to, I don't want to say avoid people because when you avoid it's, you know, you almost think of denying, like, you know, you're, you're rejecting it, you're moving away from it um, and, you know, not dealing with it, but instead consciously choosing to make decisions for yourself, and this comes up around the holidays a lot, of even when we're not, you know, in large groups like we, like we were, um, how to deal with people in your life in a way that works for your highest self and not just a way for your ego to feel, you know, better in the short term. So, again, we'll, we'll dive a little deeper into that looking at it from your highest self because it's never about hurting another person in the separation when you come from that higher place of knowing what is best for you and listening to your body which is guiding you away from things you know toxic people um you know poisonous low energy vibration stuff it's really about what is best for you because those people may not be poisonous or toxic for somebody else. You know, it may be simply the universe telling you this no longer works for you. And it can be a very hard thing to move away from people that gives, give us stomach aches, even though it seems absurd, right? Why wouldn't we? Because we want to make things work. We, we want things to be okay. We want people to like us. We want to get along. We want to be understood. And sometimes... It really serves us because there's another plan for us and we need to move in the direction that our body is guiding us in. It's never meant to torture us. You know, it's when I say it's, 
meaning our anxiety, our discomfort, our stress. It's never meant to torture us and to make us suffer and to make us feel separate from other people. It's about guiding you to the people, places, and things that are going to serve you best on the path. So let's talk about it in steps. The first step, when you, if you get a stomachache, if you're a person, if you're a sensitive person, an intuitive person, um, and you and you don't have to be an intuitive or, or highly sense, you know, highly sensory or sensitive person or a sensory person to, um, you know, to get body cues as to what's best for you. So the first step is to notice it. If you're getting a stomachache, a headache, your throat goes dry. Your body just feels off. You don't feel comfortable when you're in the presence of another person. Um, it could be in a building. It could be in a store. It could be a place. It could be a conversation. It can be over the phone. You know, you can be in the presence of a person, and you can also be in an energetic presence of a person, not seeing them, but you could be on the phone or on Zoom or, or thinking of them. You know, if you're super sensory and you're a person who really starts to work on that level, you can just think about a person and start to understand that you're getting those, you know, body cues right away. So the first step is to notice it. Notice what's happening without any judgment at all. Because the ego's first reaction is fear. It's, it's to run away from it because we're afraid of it. Or it's to lash out and say something. And that's what separates us, you know? You make me feel like this, um, or blaming the other person. The first step is just to notice it. If you are a person who starts to feel tired, withdrawn, exhausted, drained, heavy, you've got a headache, again, you've got the, the, the body discomfort going on, notice it. Just stop and put space around it if that's if that speaks to you if that resonates with you just to stop and say hmm like there's there's something to this there's something here and you'll notice the ego's tendency right away to want to start belittling the person or you know making yourself feel better than that person because you know that's why you need to take space um, but just 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 notice it you know, don't judge yourself for the thoughts. It's okay. Everybody's got these thoughts. That's, that's part of the process is noticing which ones work for you and which ones don't. The most important thing, the first step, is to stop and be aware of the feeling that you're receiving because that's the universe's way of saying, slow down, yellow light, there's something to pay attention to here. You're being guided in either a new direction or to perhaps say something so that you are, you know, becoming stronger in the process of awareness of what's happening when you feel, you know, not okay around someone or something or in some place. Um, the, the first step is to just notice it. Put space around it. Give yourself permission to feel all the feels of discomfort. Emotionally strong people allow themselves to feel the feels. It doesn't mean they're not afraid. It doesn't mean they don't get anxious or slightly panicked or worried or, you know, catastrophizing in their mind. It means they allow the feelings to come and to sit with them before they plan their next right move. 
And when we come back, we'll talk about the second step. Northern Pines Landscaping Design. In addition to cutting and maintaining your lawn, Northern Pines Landscaping plants colorful seasonal garden beds, trees and shrubs, installs sod, plants grass, designs walkways, fire pits, patios, and retaining walls. You name it, they can do it for your yard. And if you've seen my Instagram posts and the patio I sit on every single day when the weather is good, you can see the work of Northern Pines Landscaping right on those posts. To contact them, check out their website at www.northernpineslandscaping.com. That's www.northernpineslandscaping.com. The law office of Stephen J. Delamere in Stoughton has been practicing law since 1992 and understands that every client has different needs. They handle matters involving personal injury, real estate closings, real estate planning, litigation. For more information, contact Steve, who happens to be a great guy, at 781-344-0012 for a free consultation. That's the law office of Stephen J. Delamere at 781-344-0012 for a free consultation. Okay, second step. So after you notice it, I want you to listen to it. Try to take the messages from it. And this is where journaling is helpful. And if you're not a journaler, if you don't like to write, then just sit and try to hear what the message is saying so that you can move past the gremlin voices of your ego telling you all the reasons why you want to jump down this person's throat or reject the person or give them a piece of your mind and tap into that other side of you, the wise mind, the higher self that's giving you instructions on how to best live your life. When you are living your best life, when you are taking steps to live your very best life and be the very best person that you can on this earth, it is never about hurting another person. It isn't about separation or divisiveness. It's about listening to the messages that are coming through so that you can bless the situation and then move higher towards where you're supposed to be going and allow the other person to do the same. When you're sitting and journaling or sitting and listening to these messages, you're going to feel all kinds of stuff sadness at letting things go perhaps and releasing these relationships in your life or these situations or you know again places or things I mean it could be anything it could be food it can be institutions it can be um, you know uh, colleagues it can be jobs it can be a plethora of things when your body is guiding you away from something and towards something else but it it's it's really about honoring the feelings that are coming to open space to allow you to open up to walk into something new. So I'll say that again. It's about honoring the feelings that you're feeling so that you can allow all the sadness, the bitterness, the anger, the fear, all of it to come. And that's what journaling is for. That's what meditating is for. That's what sitting in stillness is for is to give yourself permission to feel it so that you can open up to the space that spirit, the universe, God, whatever, whatever works for you, is guiding you towards. Because it is a guidance. When you get uncomfortable, like this person did with stomach aches around certain friends, 
There is guidance to say, no more. There's guidance to say, I think I have to let these people go, and I've been trying so hard to make it work with these family members, with these friends, you know, and and it's not working. It's not working. And maybe it isn't, you know, the other person's doing anything to you. It's really just a message about you being in a space where it's no longer serving your life and that you're meant for something different. It doesn't mean it's better than the other person, that you're better than them or they're better than you. or It's just a different space. And, you know, here's, here's the thing that's true. And we can only say this in hindsight. And you'll know this with certain situations in your life that you've let go of in the past and can reflect on, you know, as you're, as you're listening to this. Once you get into that new space, you realize, thank goodness I let go of that person, place, or thing. Thank goodness I no longer eat that food or drink those drinks or hang out with those people, you know, or in that relationship. You, you get to that wiser place where you know that you're better off without that in your life. And, you know, you're not necessarily meaning disrespect to another person. You only know once you get into that space that you're better off, that you're higher in frequency, you're higher in vibration as a result of letting things go. So it's allowing yourself to open up, to sit with all the feels, to notice the feelings in the first place, and to trust that they are guiding you in the direction that you need to go. And that's the third step, is to move past the ego and rise up into that frequency where you recognize that the space you're in is the space you're supposed to be in. It's not comparing to someone else's space because, you know, to repeat what I said earlier, that quote-unquote toxic person in your life or, or group of people in your life that you felt kept bringing you down or rolling your eye, you know, their eyes when, they, when you talk about something about yourself that you're just simply trying to share with another person, those people might not be toxic for somebody else. If you look at it from a soul contract perspective, as I always try to do, maybe those people are rolling their eyes and quote-unquote making you feel less than yourself because that's what you... You, they had to do what they had to do to get you to the place where you release that kind of energy in your life to get you to move higher so that you continue to keep moving forward towards that place where God is asking you to share your gifts and talents with the world and not to continue to dumb yourself down on that vibration of staying stagnant with with those people who might be afraid to, to live on that vibration. You know, we don't know really what the soul contracts are but we do know the body cues that come up that tell us when it's time to move on and when you're in that space you really are transcending the ego and this is very important here because that's where again it's that fine line between like I don't need that person anymore I I can't stand that person this is what the ego does it's separation it's divisive. I don't need them anyway. Who needs them? Forget them. You know, it's that it's that bitterness. When you move up into that higher space, it's it's a namaste. It's a thank you for doing what you did to get me to this place where I can see more clearly 
that I can honor my body's messages to recognize I don't have to have another stomach ache. I can let this go and let you be exactly where you are, accept you for who you are, and give myself permission to keep growing and to keep transcending and to keep believing in myself, in in the process, that in people that I see that I feel comfortable with, that feel like there's a certain flow and vibe, then that's my green light for where I'm supposed to be. And if there's other feelings of, you know, that messiness or that discomfort or those awkward feelings, then it's that feeling of, you know, or that trust, that knowing of this isn't where I'm supposed to be. It's not a putting down of somebody else. It's just a this isn't where I'm supposed to stop on the path. I can see you where you are. I can bless it and I can move forward. So noticing it when you get that discomfort sitting with it, read your body cues, listen intuitively to the message, listen to the energetic message that's happening when you get that discomfort, and then giving yourself permission to transcend the ego, have the feelings first, that's normal, it's not about jumping from A to Z, feel all the feels, get it all out, but then get to the point where you trust and recognize that this doesn't work for you anymore, It probably never did. Um, It may have for a time, but you bless it and you start to move forward from that space. And that's exciting because when you get those messages in your body that this ain't it kind of feeling, you know, not to stop here, keep going, then it's a trust of, well, what's next? You know, what, what, what else am I supposed to do if I'm not supposed to be here? And that's opening and allowing and transcending and rising up that frequency ladder to to get to that next place. And that can be really exciting when you don't know what that is yet. But what you do know is that you have to move forward from where you are. Okay, so questions that came up this past week. One was um, someone asking for a mantra for worry. They, they felt worried all the time, and they were looking for a mantra for worry. Um, I've talked about affirmations here and mantras. I'm a huge fan of them. What I think is even more important than jumping right to a mantra is noticing the narrative underneath. And this is where the good psychological work comes in. When you can recognize that you're worried and you can start to understand the narrative underneath, this is a question I ask you know, most of my clients, what's the narrative underneath? What's, what's, what's the story? What's the sentence? What's the statement that ultimately you're telling yourself? underneath. Is it things don't work out? Is it I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop? Is it oh nothing ever goes my way? When you can get really honest with yourself and recognize that there is a narrative running running underneath the worry, when you can expose that, that's finding the jewel in the wreckage. As soon as you find that narrative, that statement, that word, whatever it is that comes down to the bare bones of what's driving the bus of your worry, That's when you can say to yourself, I need to turn that around into an affirmation or mantra. So we don't want to put a Band-Aid on it. Okay, that's what I mean. Like instead of just jumping to the mantra, you want to understand yourself 
so that you can turn it around. So example, if you if if it is waiting for the shoe to drop, let's say you're always waiting for the, the, the shoe to drop. You know, maybe you grew up that way. You know, you grew up in a house where you're always waiting for somebody to be explosive. It was always going to go down in a bad way. You're always worried. You know, three days a week they were good, four days a week they weren't, whatever, whatever your history was. If your narrative is waiting for the shoe to drop, the other shoe to drop, then a great mantra would be, everything's going to be okay. But before you can get to the place where you believe everything's going to be okay, you have to recognize what the current has been all this time that's causing you to feel worry. So once you do, that's when you can take a mantra that is its opposite, right? So it goes from gremlin to wise mind, your gremlin to higher self, and be able to replace it. Okay, so everything's going to be okay. I love that one. Just everything's going to be okay. Saying that over and over to yourself and understanding that once you do that, now you're fertilizing that old statement and growing it into something new. All right, the question was, second question is on um, binge eating through the holidays. You know, people that are saying, you know, why do I always do that? And I don't want to do that. So here's what I'm going to say to that. Life is balance. Brief answer. Enjoy, enjoy the balance. If you eat too much during the holidays, that's what food is there for. You know, enjoy it for a few days. Enjoy it in a peaceful vibration of this is yummy, this is great, I'm enjoying this food. And know that in a few days you're going to get back on track. You know, so maybe, you know, you know, you, you take the month of December and you eat as good as possible. And then when the holidays come, you just, you know, enjoy yourself for a few days and not worry about it. And then just get back on when the new year starts. But go easy on yourself because when you beat yourself up, it's a gremlin haven, you know. Know it for what it is because it's going to take the fun and the pleasure out of eating and that's exactly the point of the gremlin's, you know, purpose. So try to just relax into it is what it is. Enjoy yourself. Allow yourself enjoyment. Go easy on yourself and then just get back on track. Balance. Life is balance. Third question this week was dealing with difficult people through the holidays, um, how to do that. So in line with today's podcast, meet people where they are. What you resist persists. If you try to fight the moment of people not understanding you or not um, appreciating you, you're going to have more intense feelings. You're going to feel more inflamed. And when we're eating more inflamed around the holidays, that's just going to be a double whammy. So meet people where they are. It doesn't mean that you give your power away. It means that you gracefully, calmly accept somebody for where they are because where someone is is the only place where they can move from, see from. That's their perspective. So it's like rational meets irrational. You trying to get people to see where you are is like butting your head against the wall. It's not going to happen. So you're going to lose yourself in the process of getting upset that people can't see where you are or can't understand you or why you do the things you do or they can't deal with you differently. You, 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 your head's just going to spin with thoughts and anger and fear and upset. Take a breath. Meet people where they are. That's all they can do. Everybody is doing the best they can do with the tools that they have. 
So meet people where they are, calmly, gracefully, stay in your bubble, keep your power to yourself. But again, that namaste thing is I see you, I see where you are, I appreciate where you are, I'm where I am, and you know, uh, allow them to be where they need to be. That's, I would say, the best way to deal with difficult people and to, you know, allow your feelings, like we talked about, you know, earlier in the content. Allow your feelings to come, notice them, recognize that it's an uncomfortable situation for you, and transcend the ego in the process. Honor them for where they are, honor yourself for where you are in that moment, and then move forward from there. If you like today's podcast, please hit subscribe and share with your people. And please check out my books and products at www.jillsylvester.com, where you can sign up for my weekly blog to receive tips and strategies to deepen your intuition and live your very best life. Thanks for listening.